could scare you. I was being trained to be uh, a, a, a warlock. I was being trained with witches that were in the, in the religion. The story about the digging and the hearing of the sounds from hell is very real. After Papa tells us to hold a knife and then he puts his big hand on, he puts you pushes the eight into the neck, cuts it. You couldn't speak to the devil right away. You had to earn your right to speak to the devil. I listened to a tape recording. There were infants crying, children crying. And adults chanting. If you, if you mess with the devil, he'll kill you, he'll kill your family. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed.
swine infection from their album Culinary Ritual, Gangulated Meat, and welcome to Stillborn Goat 666 Heavy Metal Podcast. Our guests this week are Swine Infection, Tom Richards, and Greg Metzger. Now, some of you guys that follow extreme underground music might know Tom from Hog Collar and Greg from Lincoln Love Log. Now, those two bands have dissolved, but these guys hooked up, knew each other, enjoyed what each other did, and kind of found kindred spirits in the kind of music they play and the way they do it. And we're going to be talking to Tom and Greg about Lincoln Love Log, about Hog Collar, and also about Swine Infection, how all this came to be. Let's dig in with Tom. Hog Collar is impossible to describe. I just called this stuff extreme underground music. Now, Tom, had you been in other bands like this, and how did Hog Collar come to be? What I was doing was I was basically in a, a band with a couple guys, and we had this rehearsal space, and we were just jamming, doing rock stuff. I've always been into, like, you know, metal and I grew up in the, the 80s with, like, you know, went and saw DRI in the 80s and, thra- you know, all the thrash and crossover stuff that came up. And that's when, you know, I was, like, 15, 14, 15, 16, got into that stuff and always played guitar. You know, I was always into, you know, music and stuff like that. So back in, I don't know, early 2000s, I, uh, my buddy of mine ended up with uh jamming with a bunch of dudes and uh they had a rehearsal space so we started playing and you know it was just hodgepodge of uh you know what are we doing you know what i mean and we ended up going to a show and someone let us come up and just uh noodle around so there was three of us and uh we were just playing like sort of clutch type of stuff like bluesy riffs and stuff like that so they were like hey if you guys want to play out with us um uh in a month, we can add you to our... And it was just a local bar, you know what I mean? So we went back, and we were like, what are we going to do? we got to fill like a half hour, 45 minutes. So we just ended up totally taking like the, that one clutch, the, the first clutch uh, CD. Not the Transnational Speedway, but the, the one after that, just the self-titled clutch. And we like learned enough to fill up. Uh, and I ended up singing. Like, I was just a singer. like, And my buddy played guitar, and, you know... We had a bass player we just picked up and a guy with drums. So we did that for about a year, and then this dude from Middletown started hanging around, and uh, he actually was in Exit 13, which is a grindcore band that was on uh, Relapse Records back in the you know 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And he knew the dude, uh, the singer from Exit 13, was like one of the main dudes in uh, Relapse. And this guy, Steve O'Donnell, he's the other guy in Hog Caller. He was like, and basically he's about, I don't want to say, about eight years older than me. But we grew up in the same town. We're like a small town. Uh, and uh, he was like, so I knew of him. He was always in bands and stuff. And he was like, if we put something together, like, we could probably get the dude from Last House on the right to, to put it out. So we ended up just started recording on a four track and I was like recently divorced living in my parents basement and bought a four track recorder and we just started messing around you know what I mean like we weren't there was no real uh we didn't plan anything out we just sort of improvised and went with it so we did like our first song we were like oh, okay I went and bought a drum machine and we just started like 
every night just sitting down, hammer, drinking beer, hit, hammering shit out. And then before you know, knew it, we had like, you know, 20 minutes or so. And then uh, the dude from Last House, Bill, uh, listened to it and he put it on a split with uh, Head Crash from uh, Belgium. So he put that out, and then we just continued, like, record. Like, we did that, like, fast. Within, like, a couple months, we had all those tracks, and then we just continued recording. One night, be like, all right, you play guitar, bass, I'll sing, I'll do drums. And then sometimes he he wouldn't be around, and then I'd just go ahead and put some drum tracks down, play guitar, whatever, and, and the lyrics just sort of... Literally, we'd sit there and watch CNN, some kind of, you know, fucked up uh, crime show and just like throw shit together. Classic hog collar. That's Mother's Torso. And we're talking with Tom Richards and Greg Metzger of the band Swine Infection. We found out from Tom about hog collar, how he got into things. So, Greg, tell me about Lincoln Love Log and now Swine Infection. What is it? Where did this all come from? I don't even know what the fuck we are. We're not punk. We're not metal. We're not doom. We're not any of that. We're just taking all the elements of shit we like and we do it and just do what we're doing and it's just that's how it comes out with the, with, with the swine infection is with Tom Richards I have never met him personally whatsoever talked to him on the phone forever that all that that's all bullshit man that we've done now that's I've just recorded drums and thinking of timing thinking of switching I record only one track on cassette that's just I'm old school I give it to Tom, he puts guitar on it. It sounds like a live band, it sounds pretty tight and good, but we've never jammed together. And a lot of people are like, oh, bullshit. I'm, I'm not here to lie, man, I'm just being honest, you know? And I don't do the PC shit, and I try to, you know, speed up stuff or slow stuff down or, you know, pitch stuff or this or that. I mean, it is what it is, and it's just, a lot of people are like, oh, bullshit, you know, you sure you didn't go in the studio? No, I just recorded my drums and on a house stereo tape, 
tape deck on my, uh, I got a, um, eight track, uh, PA channel that I just mic my drums on and record it that way on one channel. There's no separation. It is what it is. And I give it to him and he puts guitar on it and that's what it is. Just raw sound and that's what it is. So there's no rehearsal. Same thing with Lincoln Lovelog, recording only on one track on cassette, but we never rehearsed any songs. We got fucked up, you know, smoked some weed, drank some beer, blah, 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 other things that Tom did and just hit record and just flowed with it. Whatever felt, it felt, but it was all one take material. Then after that, we get done with recording our first shit. A label from Brazil Brazil produces it, and he's like, this recording sounds like shit. Um, you're going to have to re-record. And my buddy Steve Dobbins from Embotego is like, well, if that's the case, tell the um, record label, then put me in the studio and re-record everything. Well, the guy said, no will remaster it. And Steve Austin from Today's the Day remastered our stuff and he's really scratching his head really bad going, I can't I can't separate any of these tracks. What the hell's going on here? And he's like, I recorded everything on just one track on cassette tape and he was like, this thing needs a total restoration and it's fucked. I can't do a fucking thing with it. And I just laughed. And he's like, dude, you are fucking insane. I was like, well, that's, I was never expected that we were going to be, you know, on a bigger label and to meet the standards of sound quality. I kind of wanted the lo-fi grittiness like Burzum. I always kind of respected their sound and their, their, like, even, even Mayhem for that matter to our rivals, but just the grittiness, you know, of kind of raw and just kind of dirtiness, and uh, and I hit that aspect, but it was like, shit, I didn't know that we were supposed to uh, go that deep into uh, sounding a little bit better, because that's what the band was not about, was, you know, sounding good, you know, so that's how that came about on that era. <laughs> This marijuana in your honor, Satan. 
Lincoln Lovelock, my sweet barbecue. Our guests this week on Still More Goats 666 Heavy Metal Podcast are Greg Metzger and Tom Richards. Now, that's Lincoln Lovelock, Greg Metzger, that's his old band. Tom Richards had Hog Caller. These guys got together and given a swine infection now. So, Greg, how did you and Tom finally hook up and excrete swine infection on the world? That all came about where it was like um, we were supposed to do a split, and the split took a shit. We were supposed to do a split, and it didn't go anywhere. And then I sat on these songs, and I wanted to come out with a third uh, CD for Lincoln Love Log. And I'm like, well, I got these, so I want to use them. I don't want to waste this stuff. And the band started fizzling out. And I was like, Tom, you know, it would be really cool. Why don't me and you jam? Why don't I just sit down? I'll, 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 I'll play some drum tracks. And I'll give them to you. And at the time, I really thought, and when I recorded the drum tracks for the first, uh, I think it was seven songs we did for the first demo, um, I thought, I didn't think nothing of it, really. I mean, I was just like, eh, it's all right, nothing great. I don't know what's going to come of this, you know. And I just left it at that. I was like, it is what it is, whatever, whatever. And then each song, he went with it. Each song was getting better and better. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, this is, wow, this is blowing. This, I really like. I mean, me as a music lover, if I heard this, I'd be like, wow, I would buy it. I like it. You know, I was like really impressed with it. It kind of blew my mind, you know. So I was like, all right, this is cool. Let's 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 just keep on doing what we're doing, and hopefully it doesn't get destroyed. But just like with every band, you do a couple of CDs or LPs, and then you run out of ideas, this and that, and it's like, how far does this go? And then the band kind of fizzles out because it gets lame after a while. So we're just we do it in sub. When we're ready, we do our thing, and it's just like, yeah, we'll do this, this, and that, and hopefully it doesn't die and doesn't fizzle out and sound like shit, but we're not caught up, like, what's the new sound or what's the new thing, and we don't want to be grindcore. I like the genre of grindcore, don't get me wrong. I love that style, but there's so many bands that do it so better than me let them do it instead of me you know and same thing with straight punk same thing with straight metal so it's like just elements of elements of elements mix them together I don't want to be caught in a genre and just enjoy the music and that's what kind of came out with all that stuff it's just it's there I don't even know what it's even called I don't even want to be classified because I don't think we even could be classified. I don't even know what it is. It's just, I don't know, maybe rock and roll, I guess. I don't know.
Swine Infection from their album Culinary Ritual, Black Metal, Forest Ham, our guest this week on Stillborn Goat, 666 Heavy Metal Podcast, Tom Richards and Greg Metzger of the band Swine Infection. Now these guys, we played some stuff from Lincoln Lovelog, Greg's old band, played some Hog Caller from Tom's old band. How has the response been to Swine Infection? Obviously, Tom, you're bringing in Hog Caller fans, Greg's bringing in Lincoln Lovelog fans, and you're getting new fans of just Swine Infection. So what's the early word from people who are getting into the music? Everybody that we were able to like get it to, which I, on on like whatever level that is, I know it's just sort of like a niche, you know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, they're like, it's basically, it's, it's weird. <laughs> If anything, the response was sort of like, I don't know what I just listened to, but it's sort of weird. And I like that because I feel like Hog Caller and Lincoln Love Log both sort of had a, uh, I don't know, sort of, it, it's just sort of odd. I don't know. It's just, it sort of is what it is without, you know, again, it's more of a, the way we put it together is more of just sort of like a, a somewhat of an idea and run with it, and let's see where we end up. Less is more. We're not out doing all these fucking flamboyant, even though Tom rips on guitar, he's doing some solos, but we're not fucking overkilling it. Um, it's not overkill. It just it, it sounds like it's there, and it's not like, whoa, that was overdubbed. That was way over the top. That was something where, you know, there's eight dudes in the band, this and that, where it's, like, oversaturated, like you're saying, where it's over-sanitized, like it's less is more and a lot. And I just, I, me personally, like to keep it simple. Like I said, it, it, it just sounds cool. It has that vibe with Horrified, you know? I mean, it's raw. It's just nasty. I don't know. That's... To me, that gives it more integrity and more personality than a polished studio recording, and we're going to sound like Joe Blow. Okay, put the EQs up to Joe Blow and let's sound like him, you know? We're not trying to be in the industry to be liked. We're just doing what we enjoy, and I and think they- that's what... Um, is the key element on it. There's not a lot of bands that do what they enjoy. They're doing what people want to hear and like. I don't want to be polished. I don't want to sound like every other band. If that's, I could do that easily. I really could. I don't want to do that. I really don't. That would probably kill me as a person and everything that I stand for, you know? So I don't want to do that. To me... The swine infection blows away hog collar and Lincoln Love Laws both together. That's just me. Thanks to Tom and Greg from Swine Infection. The album Culinary Ritual is out now. It's on Bandcamp. Also, Bandcamp's got all the Lincoln Love Log stuff and the hog collar stuff. And all those hog collar videos are up on YouTube. So go check those out as well. And next week, right here on Stillborn Goat 666 Heavy Metal Podcast. Jeff Leifer from Crater, and Crater has a debut album out called The Ones Who Create, The Ones Who Destroy, and it's kind of a metal super group. John and Jason from Origin, Colin from Gore Guts, and Jeff, who you know from Foaming at the Mouth and Tentacles, they hooked up and made, in my opinion, 
the best extreme metal release of the year. It's a monster. It absolutely rips. And uh, we're going to be talking to Jeff and playing some songs off the album next week right here on Still More Goat 666 Heavy Metal Podcast. So subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a rating over there. Like us on Facebook. Check out all the other shows on the Astro Radio Z Radio Network. And I know Derek just put up a show about uh, Rob Zombie's new movie 31 and the Blair Witch fiasco. Uh, so you can go listen to that right now. And next week, talking to Jeff from Crater, right here on Stillborn Go 666 Heavy Metal Podcast. So go over to Bandcamp, get that swine infection, check out those hog collar videos on YouTube. And thanks to those guys, love that shit. So until next week, when we're talking to Jeff from Crater, stay heavy, stay brutal, and I'll see your ass in the pit. Yeah.